0: Welcome back, and hope y'all had a great weekend. We'll look back at the Amazon Union vote, look ahead to a bill on how we might spend money that once went to Confederate veterans. We'll look at raw sewage overflows in lower Alabama and weather all over the state. My name's Ike Morgan, and we're down in Alabama. This past Friday, the last votes were counted and the workers' voices were heard and the labor organization effort at Amazon's Bessemer, Alabama, Fulfillment Center was soundly rejected, reported AL.com's William Thornton. According to the unofficial results, workers who did not want to join the union more than doubled up workers who did. 1,798 votes to 738. There were 505 challenges and 76 voided ballots, presumably not enough to put the election in doubt. The union effort lost despite support from Washington, with even President Biden leaning in with some support. Union leadership claims that Amazon interfered with the election and said the union will file objections as well as claims of unfair labor practices. According to a story by the Associated Press, there's a statewide property tax in Alabama that was put into place to fund pensions for Confederate soldiers and the widows of Confederate soldiers. One percent of that goes to operate Confederate Memorial Park in Chilton County. That site was once a home for indigent Confederate veterans and their widows, and it closed in 1939. If you use Alabama's homestead exemption, you're paying 10 cents per $100,000 worth of house you own. So you're like, Great. I haven't run into any Confederate war veterans lately down at Jack's. Let's take 99% that isn't going to Chilton County and call it a day on the tax. Every little bit helps my escrow account. Of course, that's not how government and taxes work. That money has been diverted elsewhere over the years. But there is a proposal for what to do with another 1% of it. Alabama State Senator Clyde Chambliss, a private Republican, told the Montgomery Advertiser that he and State Senator Bobby Singleton, a Greensboro Democrat, will sponsor a bill that would preserve that 1% funding for the Confederate Memorial Park, but also require that the state spend 1% of the money on black history sites. Each of those 1% would mean revenue of more than $500,000 per year. Storms in Lower Alabama over the weekend caused sewer overflows in 16 locations in Mobile, reports AL.com's Dennis Pillion. Overall, an estimated 480,000 gallons of untreated sewage escaped, according to the Mobile Area Water and Sewer System. Projects are currently underway to update aging sewer lines in Mobile, but that doesn't help us for this past weekend. Overflows were reported on Aslava Creek, the Mobile River, Dog River, Three Mile Creek, and Perch Creek. So watch where you step, wash yourself and your clothes if you come into contact with raw sewage, and for goodness sake, don't eat your fish raw if you catch them near the overflow sites, which you can find in Dennis Pillion's story at al.com slash news slash mobile. Well, it's Monday. It's time to talk Alabama weather. We have weather reporter Lee Morgan here to talk about what might happen statewide over the next several days or so. Lee, I would personally like to order up a couple of mornings like we've had over the last couple of days, if that's all right.
1: Yeah, me too. Uh, (laughs) Let me know when you figure out how to do that. But I do have good news this week. It looks like we have a week in April, no less, where we're not looking at severe weather. I can't believe
0: it. Guaranteed, right? No, Absolutely. Of course guaranteed.
1: Not. I mean, who do you think you're talking to? But no guarantees. Now, um, it looks like the first half of the week will be the warmest. Today and Tuesday, uh, we'll have highs in the 70s and 80s. Some spots in South Alabama could flirt. With the old 90 degree mark on Tuesday. We'll have to see if they'll get close. And then we're looking at the rainiest day. It's probably going to be Wednesday for most spots in the state. We could see some heavy rain, but no severe weather right now. Fingers crossed. And then after that, it looks like it'll be a little bit cooler toward the end of the week. Not super cool. I was mean, the 70s, maybe some 60s in North Alabama. And we'll just have to wait to see how the end of the week plays out. There could be some more rain chances coming in there. And another thing I wanted to mention. Was that April 15th, the 10 year anniversary of the April 15th tornado outbreak in Alabama? And sometimes that's called the forgotten outbreak because you know it's overshadowed by April 27th, which came so close to it. Mm -hmm. But they had 45 tornadoes in the state on that one day, and we had seven deaths and 14 injuries. I've talked to the weather service about this outbreak, and, you know, it was as bad as it was. It could have been a lot worse. But we had five EF3 tornadoes, 17 EF2s, 15 EF1s, and eight zeros. So, it goes down as number two on the list for most tornadoes in a single day in Alabama. Oh, so, that's a lot of yeah. EF3s. Yeah. And that's 10 years ago. It's hard to believe yeah, it. it was that really. long ago. So, that comes up on Thursday. And that's it.
0: All right. Well, thanks, Lee. No problem. And and who says we don't get a spring in Alabama? That's
1: You know, that's we crazy. do. Let's, sure let's we mark do. this down for the record that this year we actually didn't skip spring. So you got a whole week of springtime weather. So you guys get out there and enjoy it.
0: Ain't we lucky, Alabama. Yeah. <laughs> thanks, Lee. Thanks, everybody, for listening. We'll be back here again tomorrow and every day this week. In between, stop by and see us anytime you can on the Internet at AL.com. you.